Yes, hello, this is Nigel Nigerson. Thank you for tuning in and listening to the Metal Notary Podcast. If you haven't already done so, please fix your favorite relaxer and become one with the Metal Notary Metalverse. Anywhere you get your podcasts, you can also follow Metal Notary and Metal Notary Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Cheers, good morrow, and don't deny the power of of Metal Notary Podcast, everyone. How are we rolling, Jimmy? Not even. <laughs> Welcome back. Are we doing... This is so weird. It's so weird. Usually we're used to our... Oh, look. Metal Notary's casting live now. All right, cool. Oh, okay. Right, sure. Yeah, right. we tried this once before, and I ended up looking at my phone for the better part of about 10 minutes. Well, everybody was bitching about the sound, too. Apparently, my phone was uh, hissing or giving off some like kind of feedback a, or something, yeah, like a just, loop. Uh, apparently, it sounded like a waterfall. That's what I was oh. told. <laughs> Actually, even out to dinner tonight with somebody who was listening to it, said, it's, uh, are you going to get your noise situation taken care of before noise you do Noise situation? It? Yeah, so... Uh-huh. Critics. Tell them thank you for their production assistance. Yeah, for sure. Emphasis on the ass assistance. Welcome back to the Metal Nerdery. What's up out there? Can you hear us? How's it go? Can everyone hear us? It'll take a minute, you know. It's the Billiam. It's the Russell. Eddie just finished his... uh and the Wheeler. Uh, uh, Manicotti. Manicotti. The beer. So, yeah. yeah, it's taking a moment to get that to sounds them. Sounds delicious. <laughs> it does, actually. Is it all of one? Monroe? Oh, there's Daniel. Daniel. I had dinner with Daniel. Is it, is it an entire one person? No. It's Hello three. out there. Daniel Hendrick is uh, the uh, bass player currently for the Hell Pop band that I may or may not be in, uh-huh. or my alternate uh, ego, uh, Bezel Russ, is the guitarist for. Good deal. Shout out. Yeah. Shout out, Danielle. What's up? What's up? Looks like Russ has some issues. Russ has lots of issues. Yeah, he's going to be working them out down here at the Rib Lounge on Codlaw. Y'all come on out here and check us out. It's going to be real good. <laughs> oh, she oh she uh, commented on... Okay, does it sound better this time? Here's some more production assistance you didn't ask for. I hope you enjoy it. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding, Daniel. Are. If it's helpful, thank you. If it's not helpful, then no thank you. So uh, I wasn't going to say thank you. but Tonight we're doing a, uh, it's a Monday night, which is different. We're normally here a weekend. Uh, <laughs> it's even different considering it's actually a Tuesday, Tuesday night. <laughs> thank you. I just got back from vacation, so it's fucking Monday. All right. <laughs> I had to work Monday. today. <laughs> it's not everybody else's Monday. All right. So, yeah. It's Sorry. It's a Tuesday night. Yes. <laughs> and we're going to do an um, album dive on something that I was a huge fan of in my, let's see, I was 17, 18 years old, I think, when I first heard Dreamweaver. 89? 89. I was 17, 89. Yeah. yeah. I was somewhere in 16, somewhere in that neighborhood. Uh, a band called Sabbath out of England, uh, Nottingham, actually. And uh, they were... Um, I didn't know there was such a thing, but they were considered Britain's one of Britain's big four as far as their yeah. metal bands go. I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. I can totally see that. And uh, I think it even has kind of a creator vibe to it. Even it really like does. Yeah. And yeah. even like I heard like I heard Testament, I heard Slayer, I heard like all over the gamut of like just overkill, like all over. It's like you can feel that kind of. I don't know how to explain it, but you know what I mean. It's like that whole sort of thrash. Yeah, let's call it thrash casserole. That's a great enough word. <laughs> thrash for it. casserole. It's, it's like thrash. it's like a buffet of thrash casserole. There you go. Yeah, there was um, what I really like about the album is that it's a concept album. You know, so in the vein of King Diamond or Pink Floyd or and it took me a minute reading the storyline. I mean, yeah. when you know it's a concept album, that's different. But when you're listening to it. If you don't know that it's a concept album going in, then you start listening to it. It's a little weird because it's yeah. like, 
what the fuck is happening, man? All this stuff is it all tied together? Is this this? It's a concept album, right? Well, it's pro- definitely progressive. There's a million, oh, yeah. Riffs, oh, yeah. million yeah. and a half riffs, tons yeah. of solos, yeah. and I think now for this album, it's par for the course. All right, how so, many riffs can you fit in one song? And we're twenty seconds in. Right. It's thirteen changes. <laughs> cool. Well, Andy Sneap was the guitar player and he was basically the composer of this album. Now, Andy Snape, if you, Uh, sorry, that was called for right on mic, on mic, not a frost, but something else. Anyway, if you dig a little bit or the name sounds familiar, Andy Snape played uh, touring with Fozzie. With Rich Ward and Chris Jericho, yeah, the whole cool. Stuck Mojo crew, yeah. uh, just not just a few years ago, but he's also the uh, replacement touring guitarist for Judas Priest for uh, no shit, yeah, Glenn Tipton, nice. Glenn Glenn Tipton, yeah. Easy uh, welcome to, to language here at Metal Nerdery. In other words, he's Rush a badass. Speaking. You know, he's a well-respected British, uh, well-respected badass producer. Like- he he helped produce this album. Um, and composed basically all the guitar parts or the majority of the music on this album was composed by this guy. And I find that really impressive because if you listen to this album from beginning to end, there are so many damn riffs. It's like There's every a lot of riffs. Yeah, every song has yeah. like it's almost or, ridiculous. It gets that level of ridiculous for like even dream the, theater. Even the lead shit. players, even the lead guitar was like, Hey man, how can I make my solos a riff, dude? You wanna do that? <laughs> It's like you fucking you're being a riff whore. Stop it. Right. Stop it. You're limited to riffs. You can't do that with solos too. But there's somewhere it seemed like they did that where it was really cool. Yeah. Like dual guitar solo shit. Yeah. It's like, how do you do that? Well, I don't have the name in front of me, but they did hire a another lead guitarist oh. for this album. Yeah. Like because he knew he couldn't do it. All. The stuff he wanted to do with the harmonies and all of that that he couldn't do by himself. So the album before there was only, they were only a four piece, but they added another lead guitar player for Dreamweaver. It was always an asset back in the back in the day. It's two you guitar know, players. There's only a few bands that can get away with one guitar player. I'm sorry. Yeah, so you got to be gifted. Van Halen, Pantera. Pantera. Or Van, about it. <laughs> maybe Zeppelin. Maybe Zeppelin. Maybe Pan Halen. <laughs> maybe, maybe Sabbath. But but uh, anyway. So well, um, definitely, definitely, definitely both for both of those. <laughs> yes. Both. Both of those sets of both, I would say both apply. Right. Sorry, I went off on a both tangent. What? Are other people still saying stuff? We're not really talking about the album yet. Actually, I just listened to it today for the very first time. Seriously? Well, we didn't. Uh, like I was telling Bill earlier, it it wasn't quite on our radar. It's like like we'd reached the depth of like forbidden forbidden evil and twisted into form. That was like that depth, and then right. this was like a notch below that even. So this was like a deeper dive even than say forbidden to uh, me. It, it just wasn't on my radar. I didn't know anybody that had it. I, I would have been into it. And, and Bill said he real. listened to it. And it's not maybe not his biggest cup of tea or you know what he's into. I, I dig it though. The vibe it takes me back to, yeah, to sure. the late It, it brings you back time. to that spot. You know, in our life where Join we're just absorbing, us. you know, all the metal we could get yeah. our hands on. And, yeah. and it's a good. It. I liked it. I mean, I enjoyed it. Listened to it. I enjoyed it more when I had the notes to kind of read by on the wiki. I was like, ah, it's fucking brilliant, Mike. When I pulled up here, I, uh, Bill was in the garage. I was like, e- my biggest problem with this album is it's produced well, but I can't turn it up as loud as I like. I can blast Metallica in my car to the point where it's uncomfortable. This album doesn't get loud enough for me. It's like, I don't know if it's the guitars are so compressed or you know, the drums even come across really quiet in certain parts. Uh, you mean like the dynamics of it doesn't yeah. sound like it's mixed loud enough? I would really love it if somebody, if they would, uh, you know, go like back remaster in, it? just remaster it. Do it. Didn't you, they do that in 2007? Well, maybe I I'm listening it. to a shitty version of I, it. I don't know. It seems like I saw somewhere where they redid something in 2007. I will yeah, research it because honestly, release the, there's a couple of songs we're going to go through them all, but there's a couple of songs. Just the beginning of the song gets me so freaking torqued up. I'm like, God, I just want to just turn it and turn it, turn it. It wouldn't go far enough. 
So those are the best. Yes, I know. Man. You know, there's there's certain songs in your in your life that you listen to at a certain time, and every time you hear it, you just want. It's got to be that loud. Yeah, it's got to be too loud. It's got to be like Quiet Riot. Yeah. Like, come on, feel the noise. Break off the volume in the stereo. Like, crushes right. your like that bedroom. Like that part in Back to the Future where he hits the chord and the speaker comes yeah, flying. Exactly. Out of exactly. That's what I need to happen yes. in my car. Yes. <laughs> he just walks up and turns everything to twelve. Oh my. Yes. That's basically how we recorded every Metallic album with Fleming, Rasmussen, and the Pirate. Anyway, but but let me tell you what happened. What happened was we let it ring out, and and uh, hey guys, it's uh, it's Lozengitis Lars uh, Ulrich. Sorry, that was my long name. It's Lars. You can just call me Lars. But yeah, what happened? Uh, anyway, we're talking about Sabbath. I'm gonna let these guys talk about it some more because I don't I don't really know what to talk about. Do you tra- tape trade or I, I anything with it? Well, what happened? <laughs> 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 Did you tape trade with the Sabbath boys? I was just wondering. Maybe y'all knew each other, played a show or two. I mean, they were in England, right? And so it's like, you know, whenever I went to Denmark, sometimes I would parachute down and go see them. <laughs> <laughs> parachute down. But you didn't hang out a, with the white motorhead. Like, didn't sleep know Lars was a parachutist <laughs> or, or a shoutist or anything. Or whichever it was. Just checking. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's so uh, dumb. This is what happens at the end of the day. My brain just says, "Okay, whatever." No one, right? What happened? Sorry. <laughs> so, mention going back to uh, where they were mentioned as one of the big uh, four for the international British. big four. So the so, British big four. So, so who else was in that? I know Acid Rain was considered one of the British big four of the thrash. Uh, Acid Rain, I'm going to give Mixon a big shout-out because he corrected me from one of our previous shows where I talked about where we went into the uh, tape world or Camelot or whatever the F it was. And, uh, yeah, Fuck is the F word you were referring to. <laughs> I thought he bought something. I thought he got... I can't remember what it was, but anyway, he he bought the Acid Rain album, and I think that was called Moschenstein. I think I remember yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, I remember that from like the wreckage days back in the day. Yeah, and uh, the night I bought Terrible Certainty by Creator, and I think Tommy got. Uh, God, I can't remember what he got. Yeah, thanks a lot for buying it, Russ. I really appreciate it. <laughs> How you doing, Millie? It's good to hear from you, bro. Uh, you know, not bad. You know, it's like we're doing the Pasta All Around the World tour, and uh, you know the. You, uh, create your own pasta of souls tour so it's, it's been pretty productive so I've had a good time a- Adam's still doing backline support so you know I, you know, shout out to him but uh, but yeah I got, got some new uh, new sauces for 2021 nice. got a COVID sauce it's really nice it's kind of spicy you're gonna love it very nice Hope thanks it Millie well. appreciate that yep. yeah, sometimes I, I'm gonna have to get some of his recipes because man that pasta shit is off the chain <laughs> <laughs> I personally like the um, the LSD pasta. That sounds like a very interesting pasta. Well, it's is that the kind where all is that spaghetti the kind? and uh, oh yeah. Sorry, I thought you were talking about well, what was the D? Lasagna, spaghetti, and D's nuts. Got him. Sorry, was it dick it pasta? Didn't work. It it's didn't like work. it goes yeah. in with the it didn't work. I tried. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes when you cook it, it all comes to the well. I mean. I, I, I was like, LSD pasta? Okay, that sounds good. So, sounds kind of mind-expanding, doesn't it? Mm. So, uh, do we want to dive into a little bit of the music here? Do we? Yeah. Start, is start is this still it. on the Facebook, or are we still, or are we kind of in the, yeah, in the limbo? Well, it's up to you guys. I mean, it's just sitting there. If people want to watch with them. Well, I'm just wondering, do we have anybody on? Or just yeah. you? There's a few. Yeah. Uh, there's actually people. Hi, people. Hello. Mr. John. Oh, there's actually, Hello, everybody. There's four. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right on. We can wave to him. It's kind of weird doing this on a get Monday. Get metal horns. Usually it's like a Saturday morning and we get old, like... Uh, birdie. Yeah. Well, not that one. No. This. Not this. This. Gotcha. Two of these. You know what? Oh, Mixon just joined. You know what this is? Poor fella. <laughs> Daedric. What's up, Mixon? It's a flock of these. Oi. What's up, Eric? His ears are burning. His Burning. Burning. The way you said that, I just... Ah. You ever sometimes, like, people say things, and it's like when they say it, like, you hear a certain thing? 
Like I like I can't hear motherfucker without thinking about Nico and you know my motherfucker. Yeah, every time, every fucking time. Sure. Just like you know, I cannot hear Bart and not think, why does he sing like a motherfucker? <laughs> because he doesn't. It's the fart stinks like a motherfucker. <sighs> Revved up like a douche, man. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. His fart stinks like a motherfucker. Or uh, this fart stinks. I, it's a fart stinks. I was it's thinking Bart, Bart sings like a motherfucker. That's what I always thought. Uh, I always thunk it. That's what I thunk. Uh, Long live Lemmy, says John Murray. Yeah. I agree with that 100%. Wait, now I feel like I need to follow on my phone so I can see what people are saying. Well, to interact. He's got it right there. I guess but, you yeah, got so, the interactable. So the problem is when we play it, you won't hear it because it's going through the podcast. Right. Yeah. So unfortunately, we haven't right. figured out the magic. So what are they hearing? Are they Facebook just hearing life? just like hearing basically? Us. They're hearing us yeah. douchebags. Okay, so they don't hear. So y'all don't get to hear the music unless you go to. No. We the, can put a set of headphones on the. Right. <laughs> unless you go to metalnerdery.com oh, slash get episodes. Get off the right. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, it was way too much on the mic. Hello, this is Geoff Tate. Welcome to 2020. 2021 is going to be so much better. We will scream from the balls in 2021. Thank you, Geoff. Emptied that one, did you? What, that soldier? Do you need another one? I don't know if I can reach it. Me go, go, gadget arms don't reach that far. It's over by there. I'll get that. Oh, I got it. I got it. No, you're producing. You produce. I'm just yeah. sitting here being an idiot. Being an idiot. I'm being the other idiot. And then I guess that technical makes him the third idiot, but that idiot's over there walking around doing stuff. So this guy. To my, uh, this guy. He's a good as frozen idiot. Hey, that sounds like a good name for a beer. Had a hard day. Want to get lit? Have a glass so, of frozen um, idiot. Miss Angela here says she found our card at Johnny's on Sugarloaf. First nice. time. First time viewer. Uh, excellent. Welcome. Hi and welcome. We hope that you're high. And Johnny's welcome. Pizza on Sugar Life? That had to be this guy. That would probably be yeah. me. I went there. I've been there a handful of times. Yeah. <laughs> a handful. Well, I hope we don't bore you to death. <laughs> well, so we'll find out. Listen to the podcast. Shitty Yelp rating. Yeah. Go to metalnerdery.com slash episodes and go to Spotify or Podbean. Or Apple or G Play or oh wherever. Oh my God. You can download it and it's like you can follow us and like worship us. Like we're, you John's know. John's want to know if that's a do what? speak of the devil shirt. It is a speak of the devil shirt. <laughs> what do you want to hear? Yep. Yeah. All right, we'll see what we can do. First Ozzy album I ever bought, I was probably 10 or 9. And uh, I like the fact that there was meat. Coming out of his mouth on an album. Gross. I don't know. I knew it bugged my mom, so I bought Speak it. of the devil. That was always the fun. It was like, okay, how much is it going to disturb mom? Because if it makes her really uneasy, then I like it. You know what? The best thing, though, is you think about back to how young you were and when you got this stuff right. I didn't know those weren't Ozzy songs. I didn't know those were Black Sabbath songs. Mm. I just knew that I bought this Ozzy album and he was playing a live concert, and I thought it was super awesome. Yeah. I had no idea that Randy Rhodes was ever in his band. I mean, like I said, I was nine or ten years old, you know. Uh, of course, if you got that, then that was obviously no Randy Rhodes. So I'm sure you got Brad it. Gillis, thinking, but, yeah, but yeah. I'm sure you were like, wait a minute. This doesn't sound like anything else that he put out. And then, well, I didn't know what else he put out, though, because I'm telling you, I bought when I first started buying albums, it was either based off of what I heard on 96 Rock or what I saw on the album cover at Turtles. You know what I mean? I, I miss those days, man. That That's the kind of stuff that used to influence music. Right. Like, you know, I had a vision years ago of, like, literally a, a thing where you could buy, like, panel art of, like, album covers and, like, do your, like, do a wall of, say... Oh, they do that. Like a Tool yeah. album cover yeah. or something. It, that it ain't cheap. Badass. <laughs> it is not cheap. But it's like, you know... That's part of the experience is going to the store and looking through the albums and like the smell and they're oh, playing that's... music and it's like they're programming. Like radio used to be a thing. Hopefully this is sort of like our version of radio, but yeah, but that's, that's kind of fallen by the wayside and it's gotten frustrating. Right. right. And then, uh, John says he met Ozzy in Hartford, Connecticut. That's awesome. Excellent. I met him in Gwinnett place mall. When he was doing the album signings for uh, 
the Randy Rhodes tribute, which was phenomenal. Such a great album. That was so good. Isn't it solo? I think that was something they did, like some uh, radio station or something. He recorded it separately, and they mixed in that solo into the album. The yeah. guitar solo. That guitar solo is stunningly. It's perfect. I mean, yeah. it's beautiful. But they uh, mixed it in. But I mean, yeah, that solo is unbelievable. A great moment of that day. This was in the Gwinnett Place Mall's Turtle, the one Turtles that used to be right down the escalator from the uh, yep. arcade. I remember that. All right, so Ozzy came in there one day. Uh, big deal, announced on the radio for weeks, right? Built up. There was a line of black T-shirts from that Turtles on the bottom floor all the way down to the Sears, which was completely across the mall. That was about wow. 15 to 20 Just people Just to get the new album? To get to Ozzy. Oh, shit. He was in the store signing the new album. He had to buy the album, and he'd sign it, right? The best moment in front of us, my buddy BJ Bragg. Do you know BJ? Yeah. I, I remember him. I've heard the name. <laughs> <sighs> the party we played at, uh, God, it, a graduation, your graduation. graduation yeah. BJ broke his hand high fiving somebody at that party. Do you not remember that? That party was crazy. <laughs> there was police helicopters flying around with spotlights. I had my moments at that party, apparently. Yeah. But, um, but no, my buddy BJ. Uh, anyway, so he was the eighth grader that ran up and gra- grabbed Ozzy and shook him like that. <laughs> Holy <laughs> fucking shit. It's, man. So it's his fault. had the big uh, 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 what do you want to call it a drag queen trucker here <laughs> from the crazy train video you know yeah and he was so he was so blitzed out of his mind he had no idea what was going on. and BJ just grabs it and goes I love you man come to my party tonight <laughs> Yeah. Probably I got emotionally it. scarred him for life. That's uh, probably why Ozzy does so many oh drugs. Oh god, that probably happened to him. Like I've never lived that hu- fucking moment down. It made me just made me crazy. My whole life. <laughs> Isn't it obvious? All right, we got way off track. Yeah, but. we totally went tangentially uh, off the tangential tangent. Tangentially, tangentially. Let's see if Napoleon can help. Wait for it. Pedro, just listen to your heart. Right. That's what I do. Damn right he does. My heart is tangential to my back hole. (laughs) Wow. It's tangentially connected. All right, so. It's connected. uh, Through a myriad of tubes and turns. What's on the docket today there, Matt? That would be the Sabbath and the Dream Viva. I made some little notes as I was listening to it. Russell's got him oh, a fresh you beer. Did you listen to that alcoholism? It sounds That's delicious. the kind of ASMR I like there. <laughs> Hashtag metal nerdery ASMR. <laughs> we'll have to bring back, we'll have to do something special for volume three of the Stoner, Stoner episode. So that's popcorn. where that comes from. <laughs> you got to get some popcorn, popcorn action. Yeah. Popcorn, <laughs> some Pringles and Doritos. Pringles, fuck, now I'm hungry again. <laughs> it's like I only, I only ate lunch a little while ago, but. We got some uh, Big Daddy's Barbecue Pit sausage for you. Oh, Ooh, man. That's shit. right. Oh, I got to try some of that. <laughs> there we go. I got to try some of Big Daddy's sausage, man. <laughs> you did get the most. I know that didn't sound like what it was supposed to sound no, like. No, it sounded exactly like what I thought it was going to sound <laughs> But I'm hungry for some of that sausage, if I'm being real honest. Just saying. <laughs> all right. First of all, this is a concept album. So that's one of those things that, like we were saying before, you, you kind of need to know something's a concept album before you just jump in that, that can be a rude awakening if you're not ready for it right and this one was based off of a book written in 1983 god what's the guy's name i want to say it was brian bates or something to that nature she related to norman well he wrote a book based off of oh there you go brian bates, brian bates. that's right psychologist the way of word which w-y-r-d in america we say the word why weird or weird, I guess. But and this is where the word weird is based off of, but it's the uh early Anglo Saxon uh South like British folk 
their pagan religion versus the northern English who were Christians. Right. So basically, the story's about this guy. Um, I forget the character's name. Anyway, he goes down in the in the notes or something. Yeah, it's like Watt something. Yeah, but see, Martin Walkier, the uh, lead vocalist of Sabbath, was a true poet. Like he could write really badass lyrics. If you read the lyrics to the songs, they're pretty damn amazing. Yeah. And he didn't plagiarize anything from the book. He wrote like his own version, so not right, his own vision, basically a screenplay of okay. of the book. Uh, but it's about this uh, monk. Watt Brand, there you go. Uh, Watt Brand goes down to South England, and he's going to try to convert these pagans, uh, or these word, weird, whatever, pagans. Weird word. Into Christianity. And that's basically how the story starts. And as the story unfolds, and we'll kind of go through it as the songs play, but um, he ends up getting converted, basically. He starts having spiritual visions and nightmares and so you're saying that he turned his heart over to jesus uh hey y'all this is selma may brewster kind of backwards from that he had his heart with jesus and jesus went the other way <laughs> sorry selma sorry maybe, maybe he was listening to some of that venom i guess maybe he's at league with saying i don't know anyway <laughs> back to the show y'all hope y'all are doing well praise him <laughs> jeff <laughs> bell so just joined jeff bell yeah what's up jeff play some music here soon buddy Actually, I can't do the iTunes and do this at the same time. Really? Uh-oh. Got, um, so we're going to have to say goodbye. You'll have to say goodbye and tune in on the actual podcast. Yeah. MetalNerdery.com slash episodes. Email us at MetalNerdery at gmail.com. I think Archie should tell him that we got to break off from the yes. Facebook Live so we can listen to some Archie. Do Oi! Hope you guys have a good night. We're out. We got shit to do. And we can't be fucking around with you, mate. All right? Peace out. Fuck off. Have a nice night. Later. Later. See, See you guys. Bye. Thanks for joining. <laughs> Thank you. Good night. <laughs> Thank you. And hashtag good night. Hashbags. All right. We're still rolling. So um, I don't know if you remember where you left off exactly. Oh, we were talking about. I think we we're about to get into the, the nuggets story. Of the song. Yeah. Watt Brand, the Christian missionary from oh, yeah, Northern he got, England. He got converted the other way. The other well, way. That, that's at the end of the story. The, 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 basically, a thousand years ago, he was sent to Southern England to learn about the pagan ways of the South, or excuse me, the Southern Anglo-Saxons. Uh, yes, I'm reading from Wiki. And he was trying to figure or determine, figure out the best way. When you figure, you got to use a pencil. Don't forget, if you use a pen, oh, you're, I, I yeah, remember. You remember. Yeah. And uh, he was been years, but yeah, pencil. But he and the monks were trying to uh, determine the best way to convert the Southern Anglo-Saxons to Christianity, and uh, <laughs> he failed uh, miserably. Apparently, yeah. he found out that his spiritual. Uh, soul was actually a female it's it gets a little creepy a little weird but uh it's hard to tell honestly when you listen to this album when it first hits you and it first kicks in the singer and i've said this before it's kind of an angry hitler type voice coming at you it's like a really quick it's got that millie kind of vibe it has that kind of intensity like i was kind of getting that as i was listening to it because it kind of has that sort of very staccato kind of sharp yeah and, jabby, the, it's and the lyrics are really hard to understand because he's yeah. speaking, he's singing in where a lot of British bands sing almost in an American style. He's not. He's going straight, like almost uh, Cockney type uh, <laughs> ac- accent in his vocals. Fucking pikeys. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking whitey. But no, he, you know, it, you can, if you really put that in the back of your mind, you'll start understanding what he's saying right. easier, you know, but it's very British sounding. Uh, I've actually, you can find his, uh, some of the vocals isolated and that's pretty darn interesting. Oh, that, yeah. <laughs> that, that one little whisper thing on do dark horses dream of nightmares is the creepiest that creeped the shit out of me when I heard it. I know that's a few tracks and we'll get to that one, but 
And these guys weren't even devil. I mean, they weren't like devil music. No, but I mean, well, the vibe, though, just threw me. But I mean, the vibe of the album, like the to me, the cover art says it all. Yeah. That this is one of those that I want to do an episode where it's like, you know, favorite cover arts and then like favorite track from that album based on the cover art. Yeah, it's mushrooms. It's very paganistic. Yeah, the, yeah. The, you know the the intro Germanic. Just pagan just the intro isn't. alone, yeah. the intro track just totally goes with that yeah. cover art, Let's and it sets the tone. One. I have a hard time picking my favorite song on this, though. I love the Quirical Conspiracy and Do Dark Horses Dream of Nightmares. I like that one. That's a really good one. Oh, there we go. Well being, I won, and wisdom too. And grew and joyed in my growth. From a word to a word, I was led to a word. From a deed to another deed. See what I'm talking about? The drums should have been so much yeah. fucking louder. Yeah. If they had a little more tact, it would definitely have that kind of punch to it. I see what you mean. Great guitar. That is badass, so that's old school classic track. Great riff. It's always, you know, how many riffs can we chalk full into the song? See that's the problem with this album. We want to do a dive on it, but there's so many fucking cool riffs, and every song is like you're yeah. gonna miss some good parts. Yeah. You know? it's, so al- people- it's almost like you gotta like let it just play. Just kind but, of but, you know, but, but I agree with Bill. We've talked about this before. Our our job is to make people go out and listen to it. You yeah, know? So, seek it. Yeah. yeah. And by the way, the album is called Dreamweaver: Reflections of Our Yesterdays. Drummers back and forth and double bass and Can you imagine watching this show? Oh yeah, that would be cool. The solos are impressive too. I thought the solos were really cool. Yeah, oh the guitarists were great. Yeah. Like I said, this guy, yeah, playing for Priest right now. Uh, but the riffs, I mean, they're all over the place with the riffs. I mean, that was always the fun. Like, you remember, Russ, like the laugh factor when it came to riffs? Yeah. Like, if a riff was so ridiculous, or it was like they had so many killer riffs in one song, and you would just fucking laugh your ass off, because it's like, how the fuck do they do it? It's like, they oh, keep so, coming up with killer riffs. Where no, did they come that, from? That last time, when we did the dive on uh, fucking Power Trip, that one song, the, the I think it was the last one we listened to. I couldn't quit laughing. I was so pissed off. I'm like, those motherfuckers, how'd they come up with that? You know, like, that should like, have been me. It's like riff after riff after riff. It's yeah. just like, where no, it, it was that one. It was like from? cut time. And it was yeah. like, so, yeah, it was oh God, yeah. it was ridiculous. Yeah. Every once in a while, you'll catch something like that. And it just kicks you in the balls. Well, this this yeah. this kind of had some of those laugh factor yeah. moments because it was like there's so many riffs. It's like, oh, my God, they're all fucking good. Uh, can we listen to that was a clerical conspiracy. Uh, Advent into Insanity, that's the whole little acoustic thing that goes into the Dark Horse's Dream of Nightmares. But when that one comes in, it's got that, uh, it's got a lead going on. Yeah, it's got a lead going on at the beginning. Lead riff. It's like the the lead guitar player is like, I want to do riffs with like lead guitar work. Hi, this is Laryngitis Aldrich again. I'm sorry. I want to let it ring out and talk about it. But we should do like, you know, riffs should be based on guitar solos. I agree. So but what say, happened? I don't. I don't know. But what what would happen was, was <laughs> Advent. He does. He actually sings in, which is kind of weird sounding, because he goes from his. I think I remember that because I like the Britishness of it. What I like about oh, this the water. is the boat. It's very creepy. The creak of the the. It's very down. It's got a down vibe. Or down has that kind of vibe. Now this guitarist again, Andy Sneap, he's the one that composed all this stuff. It's one after one. Wait a minute. 
that Paul Stanley? It's, uh, it's like a gray, cloudy. It almost kind of reminds me of Blitz a little bit. I thought I heard a little bit of a Paul Stanley lisp in there somewhere. That sounds like Lars. <laughs> See what happened. <laughs> Bill, I don't think you know what you're talking about. What happened? Lars, what? shut up and listen to yourself. We're pissing off a lot of people right now. This is a very metal moment. We're shitting all over. It's very Danish. <laughs> but it has that gray sound to it. I love the cello? Yeah. It's fucking badass. It's very bleak sounding. When metal bands know how to use strings, that's just badass. Well, it's creating a different kind of heaviness. Right. Because that is like emotionally heavy to listen to. Nothing up they say. What do you think it's like the darkness or something? It's just the darkness, dude. <laughs> See, having accepted the quest, Watt Brand set sail for South of England via the coast. And according to Martin Walkier, the lead vocalist, Advent of Insanity depicts his thoughts during the journey. So this is what's going through his head. But it, but it conveys that creepy Englishness, though, to it. It just kind of has that vibe. And even the way he uh, sings, Lord it's of almost... The kind of vibe, yeah. yeah. Well, the way he sings, it's almost just off-putting enough to make it a little bit creepier. You know what I yeah. mean? Well, you can imagine. He's like, even though it sounds like he's singing like this, yeah, take, a look, <laughs> take a look at me dancing in front of the camera uh, with my dick right. between my legs. We're Sorry, the silence part. of the lambs moment. So do dark horses dream of night? I don't know. Do they? Oh, listen, let's crank this part. That's total old school. Okay, I think it's around the 236 mark when that whisper pops on. Okay, we gotta get that. So, you know... Listen that. Yeah, that's technical as fuck. That's, that's like forbidden evil technical. It's just not produced as good. I mean, it's not a bad production, but you can't hear the parts that I want to hear. If it had like a tweak better, it would be. Yeah. I mean, any any killer production is good production. But for the time, that's killer production. The trash for sure. Is it coming? Oh, this fucker doesn't shut up either. He just keeps singing. singing, singing. See, like that riff. It's like that riff is almost kind of like a left turn. Yeah. They do that a ton. Yeah, when you hear that whisper, Bill, it's going to freak you out. It's, it freaked me the fuck out the first time I heard it. Especially on headphones. But that was kind of my point with this. It's, there's so many damn riffs. It's like... It's hard to do a dive on it because you're afraid you're going to miss something super cool. This is like that oh damn level of creepy though to me. In retrospect. Yeah, well, you get creeped out pretty easily. I do get creeped out pretty easily. Creepy. Well, you went to Selma's class, so. <laughs> you got learned. Russ, don't speak about Don't speak to him. Praise him. Is it almost there? Yeah, we're at two minutes. All right. Okay. Yeah, just let it play for 30 seconds. Yeah. And cut it, it it's there. creepy. You'll know when you hear it, especially with headphones, because it's fucking creepy. I wish I had a beard. I'm not going to be scared, am I? You're not going to be scared, but it I'm is not creepy. Give it some vape. Oh, that was cool. Oh, that was you. <laughs> no, no, that was not. That was the fucking song. That was cool as shit. Yeah, that was cool. <laughs> I don't know exactly what's said, but it's creep. The first time I heard it, I was like, what But you wouldn't shit? hear that unless you were really listening yeah. for it in a car. Yeah. I mean, with the headphones on, it was right there. But that yeah. was that was cool. Yeah, that was cool. I guess I had my headphones on backwards, or that's mixed backwards, because at home, it's it actually, on my, it was on this side. Yeah, it was on it was this on, side. It was on I mean, my left here. It was on my right here. It was on my left. <laughs> at home, it was on my right. Here, it was on my left. We're all checking our headphones oh, like a fucking bunch of idiots. 
backwards. Yeah, I got mine on backwards. There we go. I had mine on the correct way here, which means I had them on the wrong way there. Which That's means, all right. I'll punch the microphone as well. Which means it's supposed to be on the Oh, wow. Well, everything sounds better. Everything sounds better. Oh, we just missed the... <laughs> there, there's a guitar line right there. For those who need a visual, Russ was trying to represent using a Floyd Rose whammy bar. To make it, a horse sound. It was. Yeah. It went... But it looked like a really, really kind of fast masturbation. <laughs> Fasturbation. I guess that's it. Fasturbation. That's well, it. Like fasturbation. Yeah. Fast masturbation. Ah. Uh, I always like that the clean interlude is all mixed in like that. See, this is the leads are good. It's. I mean, that's total classic thrash. Totally. Totally. I challenge anybody listening to this to read the lyrics. Um, I'm gonna go home. I'm gonna go home and Google it. Yeah, the lead vocalist um, Martin Valkier, Walkier, however you say it, was a really good songwriter. Like, I mean, when you read what he what's put down on paper for this album it's just like wow so this is one of those hashtag read those lyrics it's a fucking poem yeah i mean he's a poet well i mean and the thing is that can really because and i I should have done that before when i was listening to it before the show but i kind of wanted to listen to it just kind of get my thoughts on it but sometimes that can make or break because like the vibe and the atmosphere on the opener and the closer right totally give it that fucking that creepy album cover vibe but it's like if you know the words that are being sung in the songs, that makes the impact that much more. I think impactful. a lot of it has to do with you write the way you sing. I mean, you think of the best vocalist out there, but think of the best lyricist out there, Bruce Dickinson. You know, they write the vocals to the way that their voice works. You know, and this guy's yeah. voice, he's no Bruce Dickinson, you know, but they're, but, but they're also conveying the idea with the actual words. Right. But he knows what his voice can do in these kind of grunts and, you know, choppy, you know, parts. And he writes the words where it matches. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah. Check out this grunt that I wrote. Check it out. Oh. <laughs> I wrote that grunt. Wee oui, wee. Oui. Wrote it over the weekend. I had like a writing spell, you know, like four hours, you know, two hours of it was, <clears throat> I, got, I read a I read a grunt that comes out of my ass. The safest <laughs> grunt I ever wrote in my life. It's in the McCord. But you know, like Millie, you know, where it's really choppy. He he writes the words to go along with his yeah. choppy vocal style. You yeah, know, where it all matches. Well, and if you're playing that fucking fast, especially if the singer is also playing guitar, right? That's a lot to work together. So it's like you've almost got to have the vocals locked up with the music, right? No, I yeah, totally. I I just that impressed me about when I was reading about how this album was written and produced. You know, the the guitar player basically composed the entire thing. The uh, the singer. Now I know a lot of bands do it this way, but the singer really basically wrote an entire story, like story, basically. yeah, and made it fit with the guitarist. You know music here's a question yeah would it be equally as awesome because now i've got like a, a vision of like like heavy metal movies like come from like source heavy metal albums like i want to make abigail into a movie right i would want to make this into a movie just because it looks like it would have like this fucking lord of the rings kind of feel evil kind of thing going on for some reason i don't know it just looks like it would make a cool flick yeah. right emphasis on the word flick flick hey man you want to go see a Flick on Friday. <laughs> hey, Sam, what are you doing this weekend? Oh, Mom, going to see a flick. <laughs> All right, here we go. Which, which one is this? The best, the best of, enemies? of enemies. I think I like this one. Is that recall? Got the bass player rocking. Got to dig a little bass solo. That kind of reminds me of like Overkill taking over. Yeah. The music, yeah, for sure. yeah. God, I fucking dig that. They're so That's much- solid. There's a lot going on. Oh, like, they play the power chords, but then between it, they go, you know, yeah. all that shit going. It's like, holy, it's, fuck. it's it's quite busy. 
The boy, the boy did his homework. They got a lot going on, those lads. <laughs> They're not fucking about. He did his homework. In a visa. We got the basic thrash riff there. Yep. Anthem style. Yep. Yeah. This is, that reminds me totally Anthrax. back in the day. Anthrax, kind of. Yeah. Yeah, I can hear that. Uh, then we're going to take it somewhere else. Ooh, I like it. Oh, Exodus. That's totally old school. Oh. That's Testament. That's totally That's fucking Testament. Testament. Yeah. Fucking Sabbath, dude. <laughs> fucking Sabbath. Testament yeah. stole it from them. Totally Sabbath. That's beautiful as well. That is cool. Yeah. That, to me, that's like the crux of old school, late it's 80s thrash. what makes you smile. Yeah, yes. You know what I mean? It's what makes you get the the hair standing up and the warm and fuzzy. Prozacly. Yeah. Just thinking that. Yeah. It makes you smile. Yeah. Prozacly. Good shit. All right. That was the best of enemies. All right. So uh, at this point, uh, Mr. Uh, Walt, whatever his freaking name is, is going through our brand. Oh, brand. Finally meets his guide. Now, remember, he's supposed to be challenging all these people and change or uh, converting them to Christianity. But But what happened was he didn't actually. (laughs) (laughs) It didn't work out that way. Fucking lozenger. (laughs) Lozenger Orich. (laughs) Well, this is lozengitis Orich. How have the mighty fallen? How swings thy mighty hammer? Is this a song about Thor? No, it's called How Have the Mighty Fallen. That bloke owes me five pounds still. All right, here are the spirits. The spirits are fighting over Brand now. So it's like Armageddon? Uh, That's fitting. Being the end of the world and all. Well, they're pissed off because he's trying to come down and replace their old gods with a new god. Right. So now they're going to take over his head and tell him, fuck you. This sounds like Amityville Horror. Oh, yeah, it does kind of. That sounds like Testament. It kind of has an Exodus vibe to me, kind of. And Testament. That has like a creator vibe. The vocals. The vocals and the guitars, even, like those harmonies. It's got those kind of eviler, eviler harmonies. Oh, that's good. I like that. I want to go and actually read the lyrics, like all the lyrics. God damn, that's bad. That's a ridiculous drill. It got better. (laughs) It's just ridiculous. It's like that's all harmonized. Yeah. Fuck yeah, pit time. Right on. Right on. Totally. pit's going nuts right now. Totally. Fucking totally. It's absolutely positively totally. Oh, get out of my fucking way. Elbows and knees, bitch. Here it comes. <laughs> We've already put 20 ribs in here. Let's add 10 more. <laughs> you get more than your recommended daily allowance of ribs here. It's like rib fiber. But what's weird is I don't know if it's the setting or, or what, but normally when I'm normally when I listen to other stuff like this, yeah, and I can't. I can't understand a word the motherfucker's it. saying. Yeah. It just, I, even though I like the music. You lose it. Yeah. You kind of gloss I, I, I a little end bit. end up losing it. Yeah. I understand that. Yeah. But I this, totally understand that. I mean, as I've been listening headphones. to it. Headphones. Yeah. I like it. Fucking headphones I make like all the difference. Headphones make all the difference I, def- in the I definitely want to read the lyrics because yeah. now I want to know the little story notes thing is cool, but I want to actually know all the other shit too. What I just. Fuck was that? Was a dog. <laughs> no. It's a black dog. It is a black, it's a black dog. dog. <laughs> hey, hey, mom. <laughs> hey, hey, Papa. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Not even. I just I feel like there's a lot of genius involved in this. 
Like it's, in the album. Yeah, it's not just some passerby. Well, this isn't. I mean, this isn't shallow material either. This is deep, yeah. philosophical kind of material. But you know, musically and everything is just. I thought I just think it's bad. It's got a I'm cool sorry. vibe to it. I do. I do kind of dig the vibe, and to me, the you know, the album art really sets the tone. Sounds like this one might be in your top five or top ten, huh, Russ? How have which one? Oh, this album. Yeah. Oh, absolutely, yeah. the whole yeah. album. Yeah, yeah, it is absolutely. Yeah. So yeah. this is on his desert. We should do it. We should we should do like another desert. No, I was desk. totally stoked when Absolute. y'all said y'all would do a freaking Dreamweaver. Because I, I listen to yeah, this. No, I yeah. guarantee you, I listen to this as That's much nice. as I listen to Cowboys and That's cool, though. Master. That is, I mean, yeah. this was in my truck constantly. My yeah. old seventy Chevy. Yeah, I love um, that old truck. It was I cool did, God, I'd give. I, I would honestly. I wish you still had it. You could cut yeah. my left nut out right now. Oh, shit, that's saying something. Live if you here, would give me email that us at metalnerdery at gmail.com. <laughs> if you know where Russ's 1970 C10 uh, black stepside is, uh, I will give up my left nut right now. <laughs> I shouldn't. I should have never. Yeah, 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 hit hit up Russ on his uh, on yeah. his OnlyFans page and talk to him about buying the truck back. <laughs> Y'all can, y'all can IM me at uh, Loserville, whatever the fucking Apparently, Snatch Chat or whatever the fuck that is. Anyway, uh, Snatch Chat. Yeah, and that what that's for? I don't. I don't even know what all the app shit is. I don't it's either. like even the dating apps. I no I, all I know is there's an app out there that the picture disappears within 20 minutes. So that's where everybody sends their dick pics and Snatch uh, Snapchat. <laughs> it's probably Snapchat. I'm guessing. Snatch chat. I just I don't understand. I don't understand any of that shit. I, I guess that that goes to show you oldness is kind of like eh, too much goddamn trouble, right? And you reach a point where it's like, all right, all right. So we, so how we're mighty fallen or wildfire? I thought we were at wildfire. Wildfire is badass. Yes. All right, this is a good one too. They're all badass. Let me just go ahead and preface this one. Wildfire had a little bit of a different vibe to me. The song. Where everything's gone down and now it's coming back up. Right. Holy shit. Knees and elbows, baby. Fucking drummer's killing it, too. Oh, yeah. I don't even know who it is. Couldn't tell you who the drummer is. Well, hold on. Yes, you can. We have the internet. Fraser Crest. No, oh just, no, Simon Negus. Yeah, Fraser Crest is the best player. You know what's funny? If you look at a picture of these guys on the back of the album, they do not look like what they sound like. They're almost pretty. Almost not like poison pretty, but like close. Almost like overkill pretty, you know what I mean? Like with a you know, yeah, overkill 80s yeah. pretty, yeah, because yeah, overkill yeah. ain't pretty now, they haven't been no, pretty for a long no. time. But rat skates and blit, I mean, they like back hair. in the hair, yeah, yeah, yeah I don't you these mean. guys kind of look like that. <clears throat> wildfire, yeah, that, that almost kind of for some reason that song just has that it, it reeks of that record label. Can you guys Anthem. do something that's kind of like a, like a hit? You know, we, this we'd like to make some on money. Here. Only it, song on the album that has a hook, really. But, it, but doesn't it kind of give you that vibe? Like it sort of sticks yeah. out, like almost like, yeah, we wrote one to try and hook people, which I get it, but it's kind of like. Or the album or the label <sighs> said, you got to have one song that repeats the same thing twice. <laughs> you know, right, yeah. people are stupid and need to be told what to. Okay. Right, right, right. But anyway, that's that song. The next one sounds cool. Mythistory. Yeah, Mythistory. This is the Finn. This is the end of the story. He has been converted to the paganism of the South English Anglo-Saxons, and now he is a heathen and will die in hell. Whoa, to you. Because he's a witch. He's a witch. Burn him. Burn it. Is he a bruja? <laughs> he's not Trace Brujas. He's Uno Bruja. That's he? right. He's a Brujo, I guess. Wait a minute. Is it making him a witch? Witches are made of wood. Is it making him a witch or a hoe? This is a... Oh, this... 
Yeah, I forgot how good this song is. Alright, let's let's rock this one out for me. I'm gonna shut the fuck up. Yeah, that's definitely that's an awesome vibe. That's a, that's a lot, dude. That's a lot going on. It's fucking bad. It's very maidenish. Yeah. Here we go. Wait, what? A little decimation kind of yeah. right there. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like they totally changed direction. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. What happened? They go back. It's cool though. They jump around the ropes. It's like, no, we're here. We're here. It's a funny rope. Yeah, that's how it takes you back. Old school. That, oh, yeah, it's totally got like a forbidden evil yeah, thing going on. Oh, and they cut time. I'm sure I would have fucking bought this if I'd, if I'd seen it somewhere. If someone had it and I heard it, I'm sure I would have bought it. Dude never shuts up. No. He's singing the whole fucking time. What does he have? Like an IV of oxygen or something? <laughs> He's trying to compete with everybody else, right? Right. Who prays for the children? I'm trying to destroy it loud. I do. He doesn't pray for the children. Not anymore. Can't you feed me? That's a lot to play too. Like that's almost seven minute song. That's that's a lot of work playing all those riffs that level for that one yeah. this would be a great concert to go see Jeez, oh yeah I mean, they did it again I think in 06 or what, 07 like play the album in its entirety yeah That'd they, they cool. had to play together in 10-15 years and they got back together and did it in the, in the 2000s oh they were open they did a few shows for uh, Cradle Phil opening and somebody oh I like that yeah that's kind of cool. It's kind of like cathedral a little bit. Yeah, totally left turn. Totally happy, Rip. Yeah. You just do me, and now it's happy. Yeah, yeah going down the Back to decimation. Blood rotten courses. Not to yeah. Decay. yeah. That's where you got it from, huh? Probably. <laughs> And the truth comes out. <laughs> yeah, probably so. Now hey, we know. Hey, we're all influenced by something, right? Yeah. But it is. It is, it is but it kinda, does sound like it. Yeah. Well, I was kind of noticing that before. I was kind of like some of the changes and stuff. I'm like, that kind of sounds weirdly because I remember some of y'all's things, and I was like, I kind of, I got it. <laughs> okay. Because sometimes you can't, you can't help it because you like what you like, and that influences right. yeah. your and writing. And you don't sure. know that you're doing it, right? Yeah. You know. Yeah. But it, but it's kind of impressive in a way because that that means that they had that much of an impact that it yeah. influenced your oh, writing they style. Definitely so. influence. They yeah. definitely influence. They definitely influence. I just heard it right there, and I. I mean, I didn't know I did it, but after I'm sitting there listening to it, I'm like, blood rotten courses yeah. start to get it. was the fucking same yeah. riff. Yeah. Or very close. Very close. Yeah. yeah. And there's an outro, too. Happy Never After. It was kind of a strange acoustic outro because I think it's just an acoustic thing. And I guess that's kind of a nice way to end it. But sometimes I sort of wonder 
Like to me, it seems like in the context of the album, it fits yeah. as a good ending. But sometimes I kind of feel like it just needs to be just, a dive bomb and boom. Well, yeah, it's almost like that would have been a cool way to end it. But I do kind of get the sort of cleaning it up and kind of making it kind of like a finish, like right. a curtain. Yeah, I see scene. that. Yeah, I can see that. You know, that's the outro as a track. guitar player, a guitar player composed a fucking album. You don't think that album's going to end with guitar, right? And it's actually really nice. Must be guitar class. Right? <laughs> Take you back. God. We torture that person. <laughs> Sorry, Mr. English. <laughs> I love that dude. <laughs> he was a good sport. I'm sure we kept him young. Is that it? That was it. Fuck yeah. Uh, no, no, it's not. I was going to say, no, there's two. We got a little evil here. Twenty something seconds left. You know what's really cool about the frozen koozie? It's so heavy, it makes you think your beer is like full the whole time. <laughs> right. Even though it's really not. I enjoyed the shit out of that. Thank you, uh, Bill. And Matthew, for oh, thank course. you. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I kind of feel like y'all uh, catered to me on that one. I, hey, man, it adds to the enthusiasm to be I, able to get yeah. into it and yeah. get like all fired up. Yeah, I will probably show, be listening to show, that. Our show, our show. I will probably be listening to that album for the next few days because I just can't get it loud enough. That's the problem. I got to buy a new system. Gotta get a new stereo you, in my well, car. You gotta, obviously, you gotta have a new system. Yeah. And if you find like a good car installation place, car stereo installation, because I need to get a new car stereo for my car, email us at metalnerdery at gmail.com if you're in the metro <laughs> no, Atlanta area. I got a secret for you guys. What? Oh, boy. All right. Check this out. All right. So there's these really expensive speakers you can buy that are Bluetooth. <laughs> they'll, no, they're called, they're called <laughs> Speakerman. <laughs> no, you don't buy them in a van and you don't buy them for anybody named Squid. <laughs> uh, shout right. out to Squid. <laughs> we love you. We love you, brother. All right. So there's these speakers called Soundbox. All right. Uh, they're like a thousand bucks. Now, I will tell you the battery on these fucking things lasts like nine hours. And they're Bluetooth speakers? They look like PA speakers. And they're Bluetooth, and you can carry them. They're not heavy. You can, like, pick it up, throw it over your shoulder, take it to a party. Can you run a mic cable and stuff into it? It's got a mic plug-in on it. Really? Yeah. So you can basically do a whole karaoke party. You could Bluetooth the music from your phone, put a mic in it. I'm I'm totally fucking selling these people's product right now. Yeah, yeah. But what I was going to say, if you don't want to spend a 1000 bucks, Walmart.com has something very similar for about 250 bucks. Is this good quality though? I don't know if the battery will last as long. So now it's so it's a Bluetooth speaker, but you're saying it does have like an input for microphone. It's got a, a, a XLR. Really? Why XLR microphone with a with a graphic equalizer. You're saying it's a genuine Bluetooth speaker? A uh, Bluetooth. Bluetooth. <laughs> We uh, at my friend's party the other night. He they had two of them going, one inside, one outside. <laughs> we weren't invited to. Yeah, what about it? <laughs> uh, I think I did Pizza. invite y'all. Actually, uh, yeah, yeah. I don't remember. As a matter of fucking fact, you drink too much. I don't remember. Did you really? <laughs> yeah. Oh wait, that was the one where you were like, "No, you live far." I was like, "Yeah, I do live far." But you were invited. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think I was already. It's like a mile from here. Anyway. Yeah. Don't mean to bring up this product, but it's pretty badass because the subs are really high powered. The, um, I'm telling you now. I want to hear it? Yeah. Okay. We're gonna. What have do to you want to hear? Well, I'm not yeah. gonna. I'm not gonna buy the thousand dollar sound box, but I'm telling you, Walmart has some cheaper versions of them that sound almost as good. the The big deal about the sound box it comes with two batteries, and each battery will last nine hours. So you put a battery in, you got a party going for nine hours. If that one starts to wear out, you can, it's cool. Cause it's got like a, a can you not plug them in? You can plug them in. Oh, okay. Yeah. But if you want to take it out by the pool sure, sure. yeah, or the beach yeah. or whatever, 
if we would, if me and MG would have had this thing on the beach, we'd have had everybody pissed off at us the entire time. Nice, nice. Anyway, the, the only reason I was there. bringing this up is Walmart has a cheap fucking version of these. I just want to plug into a sound box. That's all I'm thinking. It's like I just keep hearing like plug in sound box, sound box, plug in, plug in sound box. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> sound box. <laughs> should we? Uh, should we say goodbye? We could say goodbye. We should say goodbye. I've had yeah. fun. I don't yeah, want to say goodbye. It was yeah, fun. Yeah. 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 Well, we will definitely be doing this again. Thank you all never for... Never say goodbye. ...joining us. Until the next. Until the next. Thank you and good night. Bye. Um, go buy yourself some Sabbath. Get dream the Dreamweaver. And, and enjoy let's, it. Let's not forget the full appropriate name. Can we scroll up, Billy? Scrolling. Full name is. Can you touch my scrotum, Billy? <laughs> scrolling. Let's scroll him. It's Dreamweaver. Reflections of our yesterdays. And that. Also, yes. All right. Take care. See you. Take care. Bye bye now. See you guys.